Well, we arrived in Florida. We met up with Harvey, and he was friendly. Around his mid-thirties, and uh, he helped us with our bags to an unmarked van. Then escorted us to the hotel that we were staying at. He then started explaining the situation about the job we got, which, of course, we already knew. But he then told us about the situation with the cops. Again, we knew. Finally, he gave us the location to where the parents of the teens were staying at, which we will pay a visit to soon. We arrived at the hotel that we were staying at. As we settled into our rooms, each of us split up into eight groups of two, and I got roomed with Wrecker. As soon as we settled, the others came to our room so that we could plan our next moves for the next two days. It was already 2000. In case you don't know what that means, that means 8pm in military time. We thought it was time for us to pay a visit to the family of the missing teens. I asked everyone to see if they were down with the plan, and they agreed. Wait, Fives, we can't simply just walk up to them and say, Oh hey, there we are, mercenaries who were hired to find your kids who we believe are on the abandoned island that's just across from Disney World, Wrecker said. And suffice to say, everyone agreed on that. I know. That's why I made these for each and every one of us, I said, taking out my bags and unzipping it, pulling out eight ghost phantom Bonclava masks. Everyone was so surprised on the detail of how the masks looked. We hid them in our pockets and we dressed all in black. We especially put black gloves on our hands for no finger scanning recognition. We called Harvey to come get us and to take us to the location of the parents. We arrived to the motel, and we told Harvey to go around back to not make it look suspicious. We all put our masks on, and we saw one of the parents Harvey described to us. They were on the first floor. Good thing, too. We got out the front door and knocked. Of course, we covered the peephole. By some luck, they didn't put the latch on the door, so I guess that just made our job a bit easier. A lady opened it, and we burst in, and of course we pulled out our sidearms, and I told them not to squeal, and that no one would be hurt. Now, from the total amount of people, minus us, in the room, there were a total of ten people in there. Eight moms, a sibling to one of the missing teens, and their manager. Who are you guys? One of the moms asked me. We are known as Ghosts, a small, ruthless team that isn't afraid to get our hands dirty. Unlike certain people who we call Snowflakes. <laughs> well, what are you doing here and how did you find us? One of the other moms asked. We were hired to find your kids. Now, see, we have a resource who believes that they know where exactly your kids may be. Wrecker butt in. Where? Where are they? And who is your resource? Who hired you for this? We have to go to the police. We've been searching for them for the past four weeks. They kept whining and complaining, but simply put, I just told them to shut up. All we can tell you is that we will find your kids. Okay? That's all you need to know. I said. We're calling the police, one of the moms said. <laughs> Go ahead. We ain't scared of no popo. Call them. I dare you. Blackheart said. 
Wrecker told him to calm down, and I told him that you can try, but that we would be long gone before they would get here. As the parents huddled to talk things over along with the manager, we just slipped out of there like ghosts. We got to the van where Harvey was waiting for us and sped off. Heading back to the hotel, we went into our rooms and rested up for the next day as to recon to the island with the drone that Eagle Eye made himself. I'll tell you more about that, but for now, I just need some rest. I'll tell you more once I have my sleep. As the sun rose for the day, the others have gathered to me and Wrecker's room to see what Eagle Eye has said about using his homemade drone to do recon. As he showed it to us, it was actually the size of your palm, and had a small camera attached to it. But the controller had a big screen on it. Now, see, what it sees, it was an actual good HD mode. I said to Eagle Eye, well, that's pretty impressive. Thanks. Now let's get to reconning, he said. As he was setting up the drone to fly, I took out the map of the island Trench gave me and was ready to pinpoint where the drone will enter. And in case if the drone doesn't make it back, we got the map as a backup. As Eagle Eye sent off the drone to fly, we could barely even see it. But from the controller, we saw it looking at us and taking off to the skies. We saw it passing the park, which then cut up brings up that there will be an event happening at the park at night. Now that probably would give us an advantage if things go well to plan. Eagle Eye then circles the perimeter to see what opening we can slip to enter the island without being detected. We then found one which should have had good cover. I pinned where it was at, and we then continued to the island. As we circled the outside of the island, we saw something moving fast in the tree lines. We tried to see what it was, but it quickly disappeared. Given that we couldn't see it anymore, we just continued on. Eagle Eye then moved the drone to the island. It was a bit freaky inside of it, not gonna lie. A lot of trees and grass growing on the rides that was once a happy place for kids, and cages that once belonged to animals, but, but now it's been taken over by nature. We then heard a weird noise from Eagle Eye, so we turned the drone to look up and down all over, but didn't see anything. We thought it was a bird or something. After all, there are animals wandering over there. We looked everywhere to see if the kids were still alive somewhere, but we didn't find a trace of them. We then possibly came to the conclusion that, well, they might be dead after all, and that this trip was probably all for nothing. We were about to tell Eagle Eye to pull back off the island, until he said, Well, wait, guys. I see a rusted metal door. We didn't see that before on the map, or anywhere. We looked and we told them to get closer, our hearts beating faster, figuring that there might be hope, and, and until we knew it, we heard crying and someone calling for help from the inside of the metal door. We were all shocked to hear someone else from the island, and I asked Eagle Eye, Does your drone have a mic so that we could talk to them? He replied, Yes. Then press it! Hurry! I exclaimed at him. He did. Hello? Is anyone there? I asked. A voice came on the line. 
Yes, who's out there? Please help us. We're trapped down here. Hold on. How many people are down there with you? I asked them. There's nine of us down here. Please just get us out of here, they said. Nine of them? I thought while looking at the others. We got the job for only eight. Who the hell is the ninth one? I kept thinking about this, and as soon as I thought that I was anticipating a reply, the drone was knocked out of the sky, and we heard was, like, sounding like a growl, but like part of a machine, too. It's hard to describe. You had to really be there to know what I'm talking about. We couldn't see what brought the drone down, but whatever did bring it down crushed it, and the feed went off. We were all shocked to know that there really were people trapped on the island. What the hell just happened? Blackheart said. What the hell indeed? Said Wrecker. Cutup was sitting there with eyes wide open as if he saw a ghost. Eagle Eye was speechless. As for me, I was trying to gather my thoughts that the rumors and stories might possibly be true. Wait, Eagle Eye, doesn't your drone have a tracker on it? I asked him, suddenly getting an idea. Well, yeah, but I just hope whatever crushed it didn't take it, he said. Okay, well, at least we have the pinpoint of where to go on the map. We can track the drone with the drone tracker. We find the metal rusted door where we heard the cries for help. Now... Since we've got the pinpoint on where to start on the island, I gave them a quick huddle for what awaits us, we all know what's going to go down. And we don't know if we'll survive tomorrow night, but we got ourselves into this. We had a chance to back out, but we didn't. And now we face whatever lurks in that godforsaken island, get those kids out of there, and get them back to their folks. Of course, we'll get our reward money. This is now... As I like to call, Operation Urban Nightmare. It was now time of the assault. Harvey took us halfway to the pinpoint location of where the drone spotted for us. Harvey parked the van a bit off to the side. Good lucks. I'll be praying for y'all, Harvey said. We nodded to him as a thank you. We then had to stick to the shadows to get to the pinpoint, which made the location in the shadows without being spotted. I'm surprised no one even saw us. Then again, Cutup did say that there was an event happening at the park, so security wouldn't bother with us in the meantime. As we hid in the shadows, we loaded up our gear. Tactical vests on, loaded our M4s with ammo, put on our elbow and knee pads, uh, black paint around the eyes, <laughs> can't forget that, and finally our balaclava ghost masks. Also, Eagle Eye then showed us that he took his great-grandfather's RHIB, the rigid-hull inflatable boat that his great-grandfather used when he was a Navy SEAL. But he told us that his grandfather called it Zodiac. <laughs> I kind of hand it to him. He definitely pulls through and impresses us all. Before we started to commence Operation Urban Nightmare, we said a prayer to make sure that we would all make it out in one piece. I started. Beloved Lord, 
we come before your throne of grace, asking you to protect us for what we are about to face in the valley of the shadow of death. Strengthen us with your power and minister to our spirits that no evil shall prosper upon us, for we will overcome them, and to protect those who are in need to be brought safe back to their families, and to guide us back home as well. Amen. Now that the prayers were all said and done, Eagle Eye got his laptop set up and got his other drone he packed up in case the other one got destroyed. Perfect timing. And now Operation Nightmare was commenced. As we rode on the Zodiac to the depths of the water, we scanned each side making sure that no one spotted us during the two-mile drive to the island. As we arrived at the shorelines to the island, we then ran the tree lines to get accountability of our equipment making sure that we didn't lose any of our gear, and making sure the Zodiac was out of sight. As we did this, we then heard a loud boom. We thought someone spotted us already and started firing, but it just turned out to be a fireworks show. And that scared the shit out of us. We knew that Disney was known for that, but... Jesus, fuck. None of us lost a part of our gear, thankfully. Eagle Eye then comes to check on everybody, and we were all set. Phase 1 was now complete. Eagle Eye was going to scout the perimeter to make sure that we were in the clear, while the rest of us got the tracker for the destroyed drone. We got the pinpoint, and now we stayed in a straight line formation, still clipped to each other. On the move. <laughs> 